0: Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Sticky Notes. I am your host, Krishna Rivera, and you are listening to an open-source thinking podcast. Today I want to talk about emoji. Emoji being um, something I'm ultimately grateful for, and that I would not expect to be grateful for today. But I came across a article, or rather it's a part of a newsletter, I listened to or listen, I kind of listen to, I I tend to do text-to-speech, so I I do listen to this morning email every morning from Morning Brew, which is a a really nice aggregation of uh, some, it's kind of like a morning newspaper in a way, and uh, I like it more than most media outlets that uh, there's a little less bias in it. So what this is saying is that tomorrow morning, uh, July 17th, not the morning, just tomorrow, is World Emoji Day. And uh, it's because the the calendar emoji on most phones, um, but particularly iPhones, uh, uses the date July 17th. Uh, Apple picked that date for its calendar emoji because that was the day in 2002 the company debuted iCal for Mac at the World Mac Expo and, uh, in the years since, many platforms have decided to go with July 17th for the date that appears on the calendar emoji, but there are still some holdouts. Facebook's calendar emoji still shows uh, May 14th, Mark Zuckerberg's birthday, uh, which is a little bit authoritarian of him, but hey, what are you going to (laughs) do? I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, so what I find interesting about that, I think there are two things. First of all, grateful for emoji and, and surprisingly grateful for emoji. Uh, And then also grateful for online calendars, (laughs) and being able to sync things. I don't use calendars very much, like I don't, I try not to schedule my life too much at all. But when I do, I'm really grateful for it because uh, I just get pop-ups and I don't really have to think about it. But ultimately this episode is about emoji. And I've really been thinking about emoji related to communication because of this. I think emoji is something that enabled the opportunity to start to convey emotion through text and it's something we kind of started to do in the early iterations of the internet using things like lol and uh, trying to convey emotion using uh, text characters you know uh, the semicolon and the open parentheses for like a happy face or sad face right uh and and those were ways for us to try to convey some semblance of friendliness. And ultimately I see emoji as an opportunity to convey not just friendliness, but a little bit more complex than that. I mean, obviously people have used it for like, uh, like flirting and sexual things. Uh, but also to convey other complex emotions when you're dealing with, um, you know, relational issues and things like that. But typically I've seen emoji being something that's a little bit more of a conveyance of friendliness. It's something I've definitely used for that. I've used it as a way to express that perhaps some of my, my cold analytical language that comes out in text form is coming from a place of friendliness or that I'm, I'm trying to be funny or that I'm trying to express uh, discomfort. I don't know what I'm trying to con- express, but uh, at least the, that the emotion kind of lives in this territory or that territory, right? And I think that's ultimately helpful for communicating something that's a little more internal than what you would even see on someone's face in person, right? The challenge, of course, with emoji is that you know, you can pick whatever emotion you want and it's a manipulative opportunity, but who doesn't do that? That's like, everybody does that. It's part of persona. And I think it allows for people to bring some semblance of persona to the table. What's tricky though, is how do we get a better record in the future of conveying honest emotion? I think I'll touch on that shortly, but, um, Emoji I think is fascinating for opening the door to a wider array of emotions. And sometimes like when someone sends an emoji emoji to me, I don't really know what they're trying to say uh, and it would be interesting to to attempt to try to communicate full ideas through emoji but um, I don't I don't know that I could necessarily do that. Uh, it's really fascinating to. See the different ways that people try to communicate something. For example, I, I don't really know what the upside-down smiley face means when people use it. I think it's like trying to convey a silliness or cheekiness, but I'm I'm not sure if that's accurate. I, I don't really know, and uh, that's the trick. Tricky part is is assuming that you know what the other person means. I mean, there's obvious ones that are a part of our zeitgeist at this point that are really in the culture, which is like the thumbs up and the heart and the smiley face and maybe like cool guy sunglasses or something, uh, prayer hands. Uh, though even that's like sometimes up for debate. Is it prayer hands? Is it a high five? What, what is that? Right. And so I think there's still some, some muddy waters with some stuff that could afford to be cleared up some fidelity there. And, uh, What I also find interesting is the ability to, again, like I said, like manipulate uh, a situation. Like it's hard to tell when someone's being honest because you can attempt to convey friendliness and not have rapport with somebody, Uh, you know, sliding into someone's DMs and using emojis. So the thing that I ultimately do find interesting is that it is an attempt to convey friendliness And usually when people have a good rapport with each other, they tend to use more emoji. And uh, it it also means that when someone's just using a wall of text, it means that they're not friendly. There's a certain threatened feeling to that. And I'm wondering if there's ways to ultimately mitigate that in the future. That, um, I don't know, this might sound a little Black Mirror episode-ish, but it would be interesting to have more of a mood ring reading. Like, right now you've got Animojis, which are an Apple exclusive thing, but it's using it's, its LIDAR and, and whatever it has on the cameras to, like, do quick facial recognition and be able to read your, you know, key points on your face to do um, animation in real time. Which, first of all, is amazing, terrifying, but also amazing. Uh, and I guess that's usually the trade-off. Something that's amazing is usually also a little bit terrifying, uh, depending on your perspective. So when you can do something like that and convey emotion through an avatar, that's getting to like the next level of communicating an emotional experience. There's still a lot of nuance lost, but uh, as it gets closer and closer, you can send more messages in real time that you don't necessarily have to have your face shown but can convey emotion and it would be interesting to be able to take snapshots of an emotional experience of your face when you're sending an emotion or sending a a text or something Uh, whether that's you know selected or not at least you have to put some facial effort into it uh, to convey what your intention is or like if there's a pop-up after you send a text message that says like you know, a ranking or like a color system or different faces that say like what is the emotion that's paired with this message and uh selecting that. Or maybe there's like a, a mood ring type of reader on like a case on a phone or in the back of the phone that will be able to detect your heart rate and assign a potential emotion to that. That could be really interesting as well. Uh so there's there's some interesting application possibilities there. I I think that could be uh, a fascinating evolution of emoji and what emoji is trying to convey. I mean, emoji emoji has taken over the world. I was very cynical about emoji when I first started using it, and I didn't want to, but it's been really helpful for me to convey um, something more than just my monotone voice (laughs) and my, my maybe sometimes too stoic way of explaining or expressing things. And then I can add a smiley face or a laughing face or a... Uh, crying face at the end to convey something more than just the glyphs on the screen would be attempting to convey. Because ultimately, we, you know, first of all, it's easy to take um, adv- take for granted emoji because it's it's just little pictures. but that's really the first forms of communication that we tried to convey through glyphs of any kind. And so it takes it back to its essence in a lot of ways. And language is sometimes one step removed. You know, letters are glyphs. We could, it's easy to take for granted that too. They're just lines and connected lines that communicate an idea. But it's pointing to a meaning. The words itself don't necessarily have uh, an emotion uh, attached to the word, if that makes sense. And I think that emoji get us one step closer to attaching an emotion, a meaning, directly to a glyph, uh, as opposed to pointing to a meaning. And so I think as we get a little bit closer to conveying what we're actually meaning to say, or what the value of what we're saying is, or what we're communicating, then I think we can have um, much more authentic conversations, and kind of get out of this this world we're in right now where there's a lot of intent casting because someone said a certain thing using certain words and when I hear a certain word or I read a certain word I think this emotion but the other person is actually conveying a different emotion or a different idea and I think the closer that we can get to communicating something that's authentic to us that it's authentic to our expression and limits the interpretation of that expression, or at least gets more accurate to the possible interpretations of that expression, then I think we can communicate a little bit more honestly. And right now, what a lot of people feel like they have to do, or are encouraged to do, because of the nature of social media, there's a lot of persona out there. And a lot of persona means a lot of clashing, because persona usually means that you're putting on a mask to protect something. And... If you're protecting something, that means you don't feel safe. And if you don't feel safe, I think it's largely because you can communicate with anyone about anything at any time. and You don't really know their intentions. And so I think a lot of arguing online is because we don't know people's intentions. And if emoji or the evolution of emoji can do a better job of starting to convey what our intentions are, then I think that could lead to a, um, a much more harmonious way of communicating uh, at scale. So that's been this sticky note. That's been this episode about emoji, which I was not expecting to do, but here we are. And I did it, and it's done, and you're listening, and I appreciate you for listening. So thank you again for listening to this episode of Sticky Notes, an open source thinking podcast. Um, if you would like, please go subscribe to the Substack, let's go see note.substack.com, which is where this stuff is hosted. I'm also writing a book right now, which is like a neurotic memoir. Uh, so if you like what I'm doing here, you'll probably like some of that stuff. It's a bit brutally honest about my inner world and my wrestling with my both uh, internal depth, unconscious, and also how that relates to the mask and persona that I bring to the world, and a little bit about about survival and other nonsense that i'm sort of working through internally so if you want to check that out let's go see now to dotsubstack.com thank you to my subscribers and um to especially the paid subscribers thank you for supporting please consider doing that as well so thank you for listening and i'll catch you on the next episode oh and if you would like leave a suggestion for what you would like covered on sticky notes which is about reminding us of progress and how that can help us try to think of a more creative, bright, better future. So thoughts, suggestions, comments, whatever, uh, that'd be really great. So thank you. I've been Christian Rivera, and I'll catch you next time on Sticky Notes. See ya.